Hello everyone, welcome to Tea Time Reports. This is episode 13 of season 2. Uh, wow, it's kind of flying by. I, I only have Caden here today. Uh, we'll definitely be pumping on more episodes throughout the rest of the day. Happy Easter to everyone. Um, but we were actually at the Tampa Bay Rowdies match last night against Miami FC, which that was April 6th. Uh, we won 2-0. Bitter rival, by the way. It's it's the South Florida Derby, as Caden put it. Uh, th- these two teams are very, very, uh, let's just say, they don't like each other. No. And they neither do the Saints. But they played last night, and we were at the game. We had great seats. Our uh, content is up on Instagram, at Tea Time Reports, if you want to see some videos and pictures from the game and the, uh, the pitch and the stadium and all that. But, Caden, what was your impressions of the game last night? It was our first actual win of the season. Yeah. Uh, now we're 1-2-2. Two, two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, wow, it was, a, it was a game. It was a game. I, I mean... One hell of a game. It, it really showed that we actually do have depth. Yeah. And, like, we can actually win games this year without Leo, but we need to have the right rotation yeah. of guys in. But, again, what were your impressions and thoughts on the game? Chemistry was working perfect. We had the mastermind Neil Collins behind everything, who is one of the best coaches in USL championship history. And you know, just his just his resume over these past couple years, you know, we've made it to the before last year we made it to the championship three years in a row. And you know, ever since that we've never really been a bad team. This right now is probably looking like this is our worst start to a season in like thirty years. And it's not even that bad of a start. It's not horrible. So over the over the, the off season, we had most of our pickups were forwards. So I was you know I'm expecting a lot of depth from our attacking play and on a good attacking position. We picked up some veterans and Felix Schroeder and Ariel Martinez. We'll get a little bit more into those, a little more depth into those two guys and the difference they made in that Miami game. But we also picked up a man named Cal Jennings, huh. who. Um, for these past couple games, he's been terrible. Been he's, he's been, been, been fucking terrible. And I, I we were, it's funny. We were, we were talking mad shit on him, like in the stands, because like, bro, it was looking like it was gonna be a, the same game against the Birmingham Legion, where we were having no offensive output. Feel, yeah, but we we scored in what, like twenty minutes though. I think so. I think it was in yeah. the twenty second minute. Felix Schroeder yeah, had his Schroeder. first goal at the club. It was which, nice. It was, it was his debut. Too. It was touch. It was his debut. It was his debut as well. Wow. Felix, yeah, we can talk about Felix Schroeder now. Uh, Felix Schroeder coming in off of uh, his probably his, I'm, I'm pretty sure his entire career of playing in Germany. I, I think uh, he was playing the, the third in the third tier German soccer. I think it's called Liga Three or mm-hmm. something like that, or Bundesliga Three. It's one of those. But he's never really been a super standout player. He's had his moments and. You know, just, but but you know just because a starter a starting striker from that used to play in Europe is now coming into America, he has that background. He's played against some quality players. He's played against the best in the world. Like, uh, I mean, maybe not in his league, but he's yeah. probably had to go and play probably, against like, yeah. a, like like a maybe. practice match or something, yeah. like, like a joint practice or something. Yeah, he, well, he's he's been around some of the best players. Yeah. In the world. Which that alone, he could flourish here, exactly. and is scoring his first goal in his debut is impressive, and he, it was it was class. It was class. It was it was a beautiful class, uh, a beautiful classy, classy cross by Antley 
straight into the center, past Cal Jennings' bum ass, and into Felix Schroeder's hands, or into his feet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and he taps her right in, which was nice. Miami FC was weird. We were they were controlling midfield all game, but then we just had more opportunities shooting wise. But shout out to Connor Sparrow. He is he needs to be the starting goalie. He had great saves. He was aggressive when he needed to be. He didn't let anything get by him. Clean sheet in his first game starting, so that was also impressive. Wanted to shout him out. But he was one of the best goalies in the USL last year, and guess who he played for? Mm. Miami. So he saved two. Mm. He saved multiple shots on his former team. So that was awesome to mm. see. Um, but I think genuinely, if we just keep this like keep our good like veteran players coming off the bench some games, yeah. like every other game, I think we can start like we can get into form here yeah. and go on maybe a, a couple game win streak to kind of push it push us back into the division because we suck right now. The, compared chemistry, to, the chemistry last night was very good. Like, but going back to Cal Jennings though, yeah, we were shitting on him in the mm-hmm. in the middle of the game. Legitimately, right? There, we had a corner, and we were just like, "This dude, Cal Jennings, is horrible." Like, how is your name Cal Jennings and you can't score? And as we were saying that, beautiful header, beautiful header, right, in, right into the back of. The I game. mean, a beautiful crosser, but I think it was uh, Lewis Hilton. Was it Hilton or Harris? I One of the two. Lewis Hilton. And he just. Barely gets his head grazed on the ball, but it just goes right into the back of the net. It was nice. It was nice, and we, he it was his first goal for the club. We need we needed that. Like yeah. we needed an offensive output. But I'm pretty sure last year. Right, we've that, we've only scored three goals this entire season. Two of them were tonight. Oh, it was four. Okay, well, two of them were tonight. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm just like, I hope we can get into a rhythm here and and keep pushing forward. Who do we play next? Detroit City. No, we play. Uh, Charleston Battery on Wednesday at LA. So we have another home game, three home games in a row. We're not going to be at the one on Wednesday just because why? Like, Work and school. I love the Rowdies, but I'm not going to be staying out until 10 o'clock. I mean, I would if I didn't work on Wednesday, bro, but it's just... Uh, yeah, if I didn't have school, I would have I been there. Yeah. I definitely would go, but it's just, damn, that sucks that we can't be there, but we'll definitely be... Uh, Keeping our eyes on that for sure. But going back to the game, Miami was controlling midfield pretty much the entire game. Um, we broke through with good balls by Ant Lee. Ariel, um, Ariel uh, Martinez Ariel is Martinez. just, he set up so many good plays. He was getting frustrated in the second half, but he, he genuinely was a difference maker when he they was. pulled him. He was. It was, you know, it's because he was gassed, not because he but wasn't doing he good. He was also making. He was making what we call in soccer, we call them set pieces. Yes. It's when you try to control uh, all, the, all the players in your field, you know, tell, tell players where to go, kind of just commanding your field. Yeah. And it's usually a veteran presence that does that on the football field, on the soccer field, on any t- You always have someone trying to make set pieces, and usually it's the goalie or yeah. a veteran on a field. In this, in this case, it was Ariel Martinez, who was our... We we picked him up on um, picked him up on uh, yeah we picked him up in the off season from Hartford Athletic. He played for Hartford. That's what I'm talking about. Played for Hartford Athletic. He had a short stint with Miami FC mm-hmm. actually, and uh, he he's played a couple games for the Cuban the Cuban national team. Cool thing he's about not bad, bro. Cool thing about this game was uh. Miami was just being so aggressive all game, yeah, bodying our guys, just throwing them on the ground and shit. And <laughs> it 
It was to the, it was to the point where like yeah, there was no time for them to even come back. It was two nil still with like eighty minutes. They didn't score at all. Clean sheet, obviously, but towards the last ten minutes, if you're able to score, you have a shot to tie it up, upset the the the, the leaders of the game so far. Yeah. But their head coach actually got a yellow card in this game because mm-hmm. he was talking shit. Mm-hmm. The refs were terrible. They normally always are in this league. Yeah. Um, and, and that genuinely needs to be fixed. If USL, you are hearing this, like genuine, the officiating is fucking terrible. It's horrible. Like, no, granted, they make good calls sometimes and like clean calls, and we're, we're biased most times. But some of these calls are fucking awful. Not like game one where Lasso, like that was a PK. Yes. That, that, was that dude, someone should have looked at that, that camera angle. Kick. It wasn't in the goalie box, the penalty. Not that was all. a free kick. And granted, oh, there's not much of a difference, but like, dude, there's way much more. Like, so much more of a difference. The, the, we were definitely not, like, Breno, he, he's not, our goalie, Breno, our starting goalie for the season, he's not even in anymore. Philip Breno. Yeah. Philip Breno. Um, he's, he wasn't good. He wasn't amazing. Like, he just. But granted, our defense yeah. wasn't good either, but like, Last night was the best display of our defense I think I've seen. I was more impressed with our defense than our offense. Yeah. Daughtry, Lasso, Dullian, uh, uh, Cl- Cl- Dalagar, when Dalagar came in. Uh, it was Clearman. He was and, uh, the one that was on for uh, Yeah, Clearman. It was Clearman. Um, he got subbed. He played a good, clean game, too. I mean, he didn't do anything special, but he operated back there, made yeah, clean plays. That's what you want out of that. That left, that, that, what's that, right back or uh, it was, uh, I'm center sure back? I'm pretty sure was playing center back. Yeah, I mean, he like they had a good thing going, and they were, even like I was saying, the middle field was being dominated by a Miami the entire game, but every time they pressed, every time they pressed attack, mm-hmm. it was completely bottled up. Or, shut them down, yeah. Yeah, it, our, our whole formation moved with the ball, and like I noticed when teams are able to keep to that, keep your guys warm and like jogging, then you're going to have like a, I don't know, better better performance. And Miami, Miami, there was tons of fouls, tons of stoppages, and then also they, a lot of their guys were walking around, I noticed, mm-hmm. especially in their backfield, because they were gassed, bro. I mean, we were making runs. You know who doesn't allow that type of shit? Hmm. Neil Collins. Neil Collins is that guy that brings that exactly. professionalism to, I'm not going to shit on the USL because it does have a fan base, but a, a semi, not a semi-pro, but I, a less known professional exactly. league yeah. in America. And, What's second year of soccer? But he, he yeah. brings that, like, if you're a massive fan of Premier League or, like, I'm not going to say he has the quality players or the quality plays schemed up or the quality yeah. equipment, staff, But building, he brings that professionalism. But he brings that, like, and I said this after the game, like, he, this, yeah. he brings, like, that Mikel Arteta-esque kind of... Motivation. Yeah, like, he's players. walking around with a suit. Every, the other coaches are always wearing polos and, like... Mm. Cargo. This guy is walking around with a suit, a belt on, a pacing, fucking tie. He's, pacing, he's screaming non-stop. at his players. He's communicating with his staff and the guys on the bench. And he's Scottish. Huh? And, and he's like a that. Scottish chap, so he he's knows Scott. what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know. So a little bit more on Cal Jennings. A little bit of backstory on him. He actually had, you know, if you look back on his career, he's like, he's actually pretty good. Like what he's done in his career, what he's shown in his career, his you know, his most recent stints with Las Vegas Lights. Who is a uh, pretty sure? Yeah, the USL team. He had 11 goals and six assists last year. Mm. That's that's a good season. And the in this year before that, 11 goals and four assists. So back to back good seasons. Maybe we're expecting his goals to come towards mid season, but we definitely need to go on like a four game win yeah. streak right here. 
I, we need to win on Wednesday. His I mean, his play hasn't been that. He has a goal and an assist in, in five games. That's not good horrible. though. But like what, what stats don't say everything. The things that we've seen from him is missing goal opportunities and just blunders. Exactly. But also, I'm gonna say this: if Neil Collins puts him and Tate Johnson as strikers again, we're gonna lose. Yeah. When they start together, well, he's, he's not terrible. Tate Johnson. He was playing like left winger. He's a against uh. He's a left winger. But he was like attacking yeah. against the Birmingham Legion, and it just fa- it was terrible. Well, I like Harris over Tate Johnson. I like Harris in general. Yeah, I, I think he's a so. Like, I think he might go to MLS at some point. I don't know how old he is, but continue on Cal Jennings. So, in his college days, he played for USF. I mean, I mean UCF. He played for UCF Knights. He was a standout player for all of his years of attendance there. And he went to Memphis 901, which is the was the USL team. Only played 12 games there. Only had, he had four goals, but with that short stint, landed him a sh- another short stint, a two-year stint in MLS. Mm, so he's been to the Cal- peak of American soccer. He was, in LA, he was in LAFC. Oh wow, that's exactly yeah. Uh, that's probably one of started, the better clubs. He started uh, nine games. So he was coming off the bench a lot, being yeah, subbed in. Nine, nine games in two years. But he's, that's what concerns me, though. Like, we're, I feel like we're trying to utilize him as the star piece up front when he's never been used like that before. He was with the lights. With the lights? I mean, yeah. Maybe he got the better SC from the MLS, and the lights are a USL team, correct? Or yeah, is that MLS? Vegas lights. Yeah. But if you guys don't follow the USL like Caden has described, we did another Rowdies recap episode prior. Definitely check that out. It's another post-game reaction. But the USL is right below MLS. And Caden, just for people that aren't aware, I'd like you to go a little more in depth on just the tiering system Mm -hmm. in USL and MLS. It's a little bit different from the promotion relegation scene you have in Europe and most other leagues around the world. It doesn't really work like that. And sadly not. Because although it is the second tier of soccer in America, it's not a promotion relegation system. It's just kind of... It's just MLS, a league. MLS, you got yeah, basically. It's, it's just, just league. another league. It's like um, USFL to a- NFL. Yeah, it'll basically. never be like the, the NFL will never elevate but, a USFL team. To but NFL. I'm pretty sure USL teams that used to play in the USFL, I mean USL, have gotten spots in MLS. So you can transcend your team. But it's not by winning, it's more by like population and money. Yes, I, I wanted you to clarify that. Again, it is, you can get relegated, but it's not due to yeah. play. Mm-hmm. It's not due to performance. It's due to attendance, population in your city, uh, in your city that they're in, excuse me. And then obviously money coming in. in. Market as well. They're gonna have to buy in. Mm-hmm. Like a team will, a club, a USL yeah. team will have to buy in because St. Louis City was not, they just got, they just bought in. I mean, they got they elevated. Weren't, they were I don't think they were a USL team. Though. But I think they had... I don't think St. Louis City was a USL team, but I think they had a team in St. Yeah. Louis, but they I rebranded the team. Yeah, they were... Um, uh, I think they were St. Louis SC or St. Louis FC. Or maybe... It but was I hope they don't do that to the Rowdies because you can't. It's yeah. the oldest professional team in Tampa Bay. Shout out Tampa Bay. If you're listening from Tampa Bay, we, we're 45 to an hour south of you, so... Exactly. Shout out to Tampa Bay. We, we love Tampa Bay. But we love the Rowdies. To, to but they play in St. Pete. In depth in that, we had NASL, which is right under 
USL. Okay. The Rowdies used to play in NASL. So they got elevated from that to USL. So there's a, kind of a minor league that does have a you, relegation you system. Can, you can get put up, but... Not, MLS not is like... MLS exactly. is a hop. Mm-hmm. Not so a relegation-only kind of thing. You need to have money, a fan base, and obviously the size uh, to hold... The market, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So everything kind of has to check out. But you know, NASL... Tampa Bay Rowdies have been, not have been, but they were probably the most dominant NASL team or NACL franchise of all time. Mm. They were winning and winning and winning. They were dominating, bro. So I think if they ever do go to MLS, if that's ever a discussion, I think they'll have to expand Alang or they're going to move the team to Tropicana Field, which I don't want them to do. They need to expand Alang. They can wrap around... And maybe keep a little opening to the to the marina in the back. I'd love that because you have the water right there. It's exactly. right, right on Van Horn. It's literally the perfect stadium. And even if, like, what if they just say fuck it? We'll just expand the the big bleachers to to that whole to the other goalies yeah. side to the scoreboard, and then we'll keep the scoreboard side empty and then add like maybe two rows back there yeah. under it. So expand it to for like a little bit of clarification. It seats sixteen thousand, I think, right? I seven thousand. 7,000. Wow, only seven. So they could probably blow it up to like 12 to 15, realistically. But MLS teams, like you see, I think like Charlotte. They had 74,000 people there. 74 or 60. I think it was over 70,000 people in the Carolina Panthers Stadium, if you guys don't know. They sold it out. So, like, there's tens of thousands of people that would want to see an MLS team play. Mm -hmm. So it would be unfortunate, but it would definitely probably result in the end of Al Lang Rowdy's game so I mean, probably s- speaking of relegation and you were talking about this name the other day London Donovan so uh, that 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 name will tie into what I'm talking about later but we play a team uh, yeah, I think two two or three weeks called San Diego Loyal a man named London Donovan if you're not very up if you're not really up to date to um just American soccer, or if you haven't really been paying attention to American soccer for the past 20 years, 15 years, Lendon Donovan is an American legend. He used to play for San Diego Loyal, and now he owns San Diego Loyal. And we're, we're playing them very, very shortly. I'm pretty sure next next two or three games, like I said. But they, the Rowdies are. Yeah, Rowdies are. Yeah, they Rowdies. We, are, I mean, they are, I'm pretty sure they might be the next team in line to get to, to get moved up to, to MLS. MLS. Okay. They were, I heard a lot of things and a lot of buzzing about San Diego Loyal and possibly Landon Donovan getting an MLS team. I mean, that could probably happen. St. Louis SC is probably the best team in MLS right now. Yeah, they are. Um, they points. did just get shit on 3 0. Um, shit on? Oh, yeah. Oh. They got shit on. But one was an own goal. Oh. Um, yeah, they got shit on. But they're still drifting, they're still cruising. Um, shout out to St. Louis SC. If we can ever get a listener from St. Louis, that'd be awesome. That's uh, I wasn't born in St. Louis. I was born in Jefferson City, which is like two in a row, right, right, right near St. Louis, obviously. But yeah, the two in a row, it's it's kind of crazy, kind of crazy. We lost three zero to the Seattle Sounders. Oh my days! It was at Lumen Field too. Yeah. So they got to come out of this little this little slouch that they're in. But uh, the Rowdies for sure. Uh, Hopefully, can win on Wednesday. Um, and then, I don't know, they'll probably... I don't think we'll have a home game for a little while. Well, let's see, where's... 
Charleston Battery at in in rankings? I'm pretty sure they're two zero and two in USL. Mm -hmm. So they're actually they've won two games. We've only won one. We've lost won, two and tied two. They won two and lost two. So we got to just replicate what we did this time: strong defense and press attack. When we do, we have a hole it's, in their their defense. Exploit the exploit their their weakness because they were getting carded like mad. Because we were outrunning them. We have, we, I was saying we don't have speed, but we actually do, bro. Like, they, they killed Hartford Athletic their last game. Three to three two. Three to two. But that's not really a killing, stoppage though. Game. They scored a stoppage goal in, in, in extra time, plus four, in the 90th minute. So they scored in the 94th minute of extra time. Last so they, okay, so they're actually, okay. They're pretty decent. They're third. They're third but they haven't, they, Lasso's definitely starting for that. That's why yeah. he was. That's why he was off the bench. Yeah, I mean, he, legit, no, no other reason. You got to rest Lasso. And nice. if you don't know who Forrest Lasso was, I mean, we talked about him heavily in the episode prior. But three-time Defensive Player of the Year, and he is a star for us. Or for the good thing, Hartford, their last team in place that they played that uh, they won two, through that three to two. Good thing, they're bottom of the table. They're not a good team, so hopefully that gives me a little bit more confidence for Wednesday. Okay. We can pull out this so they just played a garbage team. We actually played a legitimate contender most seasons. They don't look that good this year, honestly. No. But um, but it is hard to gauge off of five games. It is, but it's also like like you said, there's not many games in this season. It's thirty six games. Thirty six games. Okay. Thirty six games. Eighteen. We have games. hope if we can go on like little spurts of win streaks and then just rest our guys. Hopefully, Leo comes back before playoffs. Hopefully it comes off like, like a, a round playoff. I would hope so because if we need it. him for a little, no, I if he's ready by like week thirty, bro, I'm gonna say yo, just wait. We actually saw him. We actually saw him walking around the crowds. Sadly, he was walking around in crutches. Yeah, but if you don't know who Leo Fernandez is, MVP of the USL last year. He's our best player uh, in preseason versus an MLS team. He actually. What was in an Achilles tear? Achilles tear, fully Achilles tear. Yeah, so he's in recovery right now. We wish you well, Leo Fernandez, if you're listening through this somehow through the airways. Um, but no, it it's completely different when he's on the field, man. He is he's a different type of player for this mm -hmm. league. Like he genuinely deserves a, a a good spot somewhere, like with the, some spotlight. He, does. he really did. He, he he's pretty insane. Sure, pretty sure he he, he came off of uh, a stint with. I want to say I don't I don't know I, I, I want to say Philadelphia Union, but I don't know. I want to look this up. But I mean, it's he's one of the he's been MVP how many years? I think this is his first year being first MVP. year MVP. And but how many times like was he goal leader? I mean, this is his first Golden Boot. First Golden Boot. First Golden Boot. So he's kind of just now emerging in a sense. He's always been good though. Like, he's he's always been he's been averaging. He had recognition. Five, he had nine goals. Um, and five assists last season. Then he had he only played twelve games. He had four goals and two assists in twenty twenty. And then twenty nineteen, little off season, but he had a bunch of assists. He had ten assists and four goals. But that was through all that COVID crap. So those those games don't even matter. But yeah, he he did used to play for for Philadelphia Union before he played for us. In and that's an MLS team. Yes, it is. So he was also at the pinnacle of American soccer as well. He also used to play for the team that Pele used to play for, the mm -hmm. New York Cosmos. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, uh, 
What about the vibe of the game? It was honestly the vibe. I love. I love LA. That's why I don't want them to move. I don't want them to go anywhere. You know, I love Ray J, but for this instance, it's fuck Ray J because I do not want to drive the Ray J, drive through Tampa traffic, drive through all that bull crap to go see my favorite team play. Yeah. You know, I want to just go in, chill by the water. Uh, you know, have a have a couple. You know, have, have a couple brews with the boys. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's just a, it's just so much chiller in downtown St. Pete. Um, and the vi- the vibe is just nice. The water, you can hear it. Uh, you can smell the ocean. It's cool. The night sky is always perfect. Aren't many bugs out there by any fucking means. Um, and, and it's just never... It's never, like, to the point where it's... You can't walk around crowded. You know what I'm saying? To where, like, this, it's, it's lit. Yeah. It's People lit. behind the goal... Lit. They're lit. Yeah, they're people are fucking trashed. People are chilling. Letting they're, off flares. And they've made improvements since last year to their actual facility. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's not saying much, but their gift shop has a whole ass building now. And, like, their whole little food area is kind of nicer. Um, and we actually have a friend named Justin. Uh, shout out Justin. But he was talking about how he was doing, I'm pretty sure he was doing some youth academy work with uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies. And he was talking about their facilities now. They're actually, like, really nice. Mm. They actually have really nice facilities for camp there. Obviously. Definitely shout out to Justin. I had a great combo with him the other night. He was over at the house chilling with the boys, and you're more than welcome on any time, brother. And uh, a little backstory prior to the game, we went out to uh, St. Pete Pier, um, vibed with Adam, Austin, Sierra, Austin, Sierra, uh, Sierra and Hano. Excuse me for butchering names. It's kind of a consistent thing I do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it was it was chill, bro. It was a nice day out there. It, it was, was a nice day. good sun. You know, people were dancing on the on the pier, chilling. Caden ruined the TikTok video on accident. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Hey, there was uh, a dude that just rolled right behind us on his fucking bike, blasting Spanish music while these people were trying. But to that guy was vibing. He was vibing. So I can't it I can't vibe. shit on his vibe. I, never, never. But uh, I shouldn't on him at all. Definitely, if you are in this area and you like soccer or just want to go have a, a yeah, good, good time. time bro. If you like sports, just, just... Not even if you like... You can get into sports yeah. by just going to one of these games. Yeah. Like, you can just think, oh, shit. This is... I appreciate this. Exactly. Like, this yeah. is my home team. This I gotta... I gotta... This is my blood right here. Mm-hmm. I live 20 minutes away. Exactly. How have I not been here before? Like, you know, it's Let's just... Let's go rowdy. You know, yeah, so much rowdy. Let's go rowdy. It's, it's just... Uh, Great time, and... Oh, wait, wait. Before we... To explain, like... We had a fireworks show after the game. We did have a fireworks show. To explain, like, that type of immediate impact that it causes, we went to one game before that playoff game against Miami, and that one game that we went to gave us the preparation we needed to almost throw hands for the Tampa Bay Rowdies. The next week, during the playoff game, when they beat Miami FC. Let me just preface... Uh, Miami FC, fuck Miami FC. Yeah, like, I just have to say, fuck Miami FC. And if you're that chap last year that hung his flag over our banner at our stadium, and you're listening to this somehow, some way, in some shape, in some form, fuck you. And we, we were fuck we were you. ready to fight that dude over the glory of the Rowdies. Over the glory of Tampa Bay. Exactly. <sighs> we couldn't let the Rowdies be disrespectful. <laughs> 
No, we couldn't, bro. Uh, and genuinely, like people, people go crazy for soccer, and you just feel that rush when I you're do. watching them, bro. I do, bro. Feel, like there's no other sport like it. Not even football gets me like that, bro. Mm-hmm. It's just soccer. Mm-hmm. It's just strange, bro. Because it's literally like if it's played properly, it's the most beautiful sport it on is. the planet. It is. If it's played properly. And, like, you can just watch the highest levels of soccer in uh, Premier League and, mm-hmm. and fucking La Liga and uh, Italia. Nah. I mean, there's so Syria, many... Yeah. Uh, Syria, excuse me. There's so many leagues where you can just go watch the pinnacle of these leagues and just be like, holy fuck, I how remember... do they arc this ball like that? How do they pass okay. it over these eight guys' heads? How did that guy just destroy that guy's ankles like that? How are they running for 65 minutes? How is that guy alive right now? Honestly, you know? what really got me into <laughs> soccer, like, two years ago, what really made me accept, like, the, the beauty of soccer is one man. Like, if you want to really know what what pure goal scoring is mm. and what the beauty of goal scoring is the beauty of soccer and a man that can truly do it all, look up some Zlatan highlights, bro. Zlatan. He also played in MLS. Shout out he MLS. He played in MLS. His first ever game, he scored, a, I'm pretty sure, a brace in 30 minutes <laughs> and one of the he also scored one of the greatest goals in MLS history his first ever game of course he did because that's just Latin because that's who he is bro he, he scored the greatest goal ever of, of all time against England against England mm. he was playing for the Swedish national team which I'm going to tell you let me prep it real quick dog shit <laughs> okay he's the only guy he was him at, at that point he was the only guy now I have Isaac and a bunch of other dudes but Legit, he was playing with some fucking farmers, bro. And he was against, probably at that time, top three, top four uh, international teams in the world. Yeah. And he scores a fucking bicycle kick from 35 meters out. Let's look up how many yards is 35 meters. For um, American, we apologize. Yards. And I'd like to shout out while he's doing that. Yes. Um, shout out to our listeners in Belgium uh, and Nigeria. The only two uh, other countries we have listeners from, but shout out to y'all. That is 30, almost 38 so and he, a half yards. He 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 basically threw a 40-yard dime behind his back with his left foot. So he Jared Goffed it, potentially. Basically. But 10 times harder. <laughs> yeah, no, But no. 10 times harder. No, the bicycle kick is insanely hard to do. And if you can pull that off, especially, it's kind of a normal for his lot of time. But he's a great, he's a great player. He just goes crazy stuff. But um, no, we really, we really hope uh, you enjoyed this Rowdy's recap, and hopefully you got in a little bit more into soccer mm-hmm. after and it. Honestly, wherever you're listening to this from, yeah. do a quick search and see if you have a team in your area. Oh yeah, definitely. Just definitely. look up USL Championship League or MLS, mm-hmm. and if you're in the states, and obviously if you're across the pond or elsewhere, you, you might, know what's. You might have a USL team. League One as well. You might have an NASL team. Go show some love. You might even have an MLS team. Like, honestly, it doesn't even matter. Like, those games, like, when I, when I look at it, it's not even the level of play. It's just, this is a fun-ass sports event to go to. Rowdy's tickets for bench seats are $25 yeah, a piece. Legit. What are you, like, what are what you are, doing? Like, oh, I'm just going to go sit on my ass. If you, wanna, if you want a single-seater, go pay 42 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, that's still affordable if you, you know, if you want to go watch a sport, if you want to go find a new hobby. Exactly. A, a fun thing to do for potentially 12 weeks during this time frame because I mean not every game is a home I mean, game but there's 18 home games in a season yeah I mean come on that's gonna make 18, five, 18 weekends 18 weekends that, that you have that you can possibly have fun with 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 your friends with your homegirls with your with your bros who knows man this is one of those things where you can just do a little research and get into something yeah. and broaden your your brain and your knowledge a little bit and 
learn why so many people love competition and love sports and why it brings people together. Like everyone at these games is just having a good time, smiling, shouting, yelling, and you just feel that energy and you're just like, oh, I can forget. It's a rush. I can forget everything for, for two hours and I can just live in this moment and it's just fucking awesome, bro. It's awesome. It's just really an experience you need to have. Soccer. You gotta love soccer. Shout out to uh, Ariel Martinez. Shout out to Cal Jennings for that Felix goal. Schroeder. And Felix Schroeder. Definitely shout out to Felix Schroeder. And Leo, we hope you uh, are in speedy recovery. We didn't even have one of our best midfielders playing, Zachary Haribo. That's crazy. Uh, we, and Chris Dennis came on, made some... Charlie, Charlie Dennis. Dennis, excuse me for butchering your name, bro. Jesus. Uh, Charlie Dennis came on with the head... He's the headband king, I've noticed. Um... Did some good things, but... He was with us last year. Yeah, he was. I, I'm excited to uh, tune in on Wednesday. Hopefully, we can see that televised if possible. Hopefully, but, uh, yeah, it might be on Hulu. We appreciate you guys for tuning in to this Rowdies recap for the Tank Rowdies versus the Miami FC game on April 6th. And we have plenty of episodes coming out today. So stay tuned. Much appreciated, y'all. Thank you, Katie, for hopping on as well. Yes, sir. Always fun to have on. Yes, sir.